Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast with co-hosts Jacob and Terry. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Today, we're going to be continuing our series on our top favorite posts that we've written on our blog. Today, we're going to be talking about how to start a business as a teenager in 2021. We wrote this post back in August, and we wrote a pretty broad post here that covered a lot of topics. It's meant to be one of those cornerstone pieces of content on our website. And so essentially, we touched on each topic briefly, but we didn't go too in-depth on anything. So if you were just looking to get a broad overview on everything that you would need to know to start a business, this would be a great post for you. And so the first thing we're going to be talking about here today is just what exactly does business mean and and what does it mean to start a business? And I like the way that Terry put it in this post. He basically said a business is another way of saying that you are a problem solver or when you start a business, you're essentially solving a problem for someone else. People are willing to pay decent money for problems that cause them pain or inconveniences in their life. And so if you're able to find problems that other people have and somehow come up with a solution for those problems and turn that into a business, you can be pretty successful. One thing that I have heard in a book that I read called The Millionaire Fast Lane is to listen to customer complaints at other businesses that you're at. So let's say you're at a restaurant and you hear someone complaining to the waiter about, I don't know, maybe their food's cold or the service was terrible or whatever. If you can listen to that complaint and hear some sort of way that you can improve that experience for that customer, I mean, you could start to come up with a lot of good business ideas. So the first step would probably be to kind of understand what a business exactly is and start to come up with some ideas. That's right on. And going off what Jacob just said, kind of step two or the next section of this post is kind of the reason you're starting this business. It's just important to keep in mind. And from my experience, there's kind of two general reasons and neither of them are bad. And that's important to note. One is starting a business primarily to make money, to make cash. And this is the most common reason, but there's also a couple people who enjoy starting businesses just for this sake of the business itself. They just enjoy the process. They enjoy building something from the ground up, the process of building that business. And I would probably put myself in that category. I'm a nerd in that sense, where other people are nerds about things like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or video games. I'm not that whatsoever. I'm definitely more so a nerd in the entrepreneurship business space. But it is important to know, and I won't talk a whole lot on it, but some people will be eager to start a business under the misconception that it will be really like a fast and easy way to make cash. Definitely say from personal experience, it might be fun for the first couple of weeks, but it is a tough endeavor in the whether you're you're starting a business just for the fun of growing it, and I've done that as well, um, it is important to keep a little bit more of a long-term mindset and kind of outlook on your business for future growth and success. And Terry, do you want to tell us a little bit about these business failures that you call them? You kind of mentioned a few different instances of which you failed when it comes to starting a business. Actually, I was looking back at this post and was kind of reflecting on where I was at when I wrote it. And it was actually... Like I think it was like a week before I started my first semester of college. And at that time, I had decided to shutter a pressure washing business I had just launched. 
in March of 2020. So in November of like 2019, I had this idea for a pressure washing business. And my business mentor was also kind of walking me through brainstorming pressure washing. And around March, I filed an LLC for it. So I kind of made it like an official business, kind of built out a website, bought a domain and all that, bought some supplies, bought a machine. And so I was kind of already halfway into getting the business launched. But during that summer of 2020, in kind of the spring and early fall, I didn't do anything with it. I kind of froze in place and got stuck in, didn't want to do the customer outreach part where I reached out and acquired clients and customers to actually start doing jobs. And so a week before I started college, I actually made the decision to close it down. And then in the after the, my first semester ended during that winter break, because I hadn't officially closed the LOC, I had actually re- reversed my decision to close the business, but I hadn't updated that in the post yet. And so as of right now, I am still planning on moving forward with the second half of the business plan that I never followed through with sometime 2021 this year. But basically the gist of it is that you can learn a lot from failing. And basically failing is the way you do learn. You want to try to fail forward. When I had wrote this post, it could be looked at as a complete failure. Like it made $0 in revenue, still has. And I had already spent like 700 bucks on it for buying the machine and the filing fees and the website and all that. But still coming out of that experience, I had learned so much. I had learned what I would probably probably call like a $700 business lesson. I had learned how to file my own LLC. I had learned how to set up a bank account for it. I'd gone through that process. I learned how to set up a Google My Business listing and all that stuff. Even though the business made $0 and still has, I learned a lot. So another important perspective to keep with you when you're running a business is that not every lesson will come through a a dollar sign per se. For sure. And it's such a good thing to keep in mind. So I kind of already mentioned one way to come up with business ideas, and that's by being a problem solver and recognizing what problems other people have and trying to fix those problems. But we did also list off, it looks like about 15 different business ideas that I think would be good specifically for teenagers. So I'm going to go ahead and read those off here just so you get a couple ideas of something that I think is really realistic for a teenager. So the first of which is babysitting. We also got landscaping pet sitting or house sitting. You can do like cleaning or junk removal. You can do e-commerce, drop shipping, that type of thing. You could be a social media manager. You could get into like tech help or computer help. You could do PC or computer building. You could do website design, website flipping, or just any type of flipping really. Terry and I have both done that with stuff on eBay. You could do tutoring for people, for younger kids. You could do freelancing like what I do on Fiverr. You could start a YouTube channel or you could also start a podcast like this one. So once you've picked out your business idea from the list Jacob just mentioned, or you go to our site, teenfinancialfreedom.com, it's a whole bunch more that he hasn't even mentioned yet there. Once you've picked your business idea, then comes the process of growing it and scaling it and acquiring customers. And a lot of this will just have to be done by going out and doing work. It's pretty simple. Uh, Depending on the business, whether it's something like pressure washing, you'd probably be cold calling or knocking on doors, or for another type of business, you might be printing flyers and just getting the word out. It's important to stay organized. I would highly recommend making sure you have a system for keeping track of your finances, whether it's like a spreadsheet or another budgeting app. Make sure you're keeping track of what you're spending 
on your business because Jacob will get to this to the next part in a section in a second, which is filing for an LLC. But I'd say one of the a great underrated tip is to make sure you keep track of your business expenses uh, because you can write those off in the future when it comes time to file for taxes. So make sure you have a system for keeping track of your finances, especially your expenses, and you also have a system for keeping track of your customers and your clients. Depending on if your business model has like repeating clients or not, you'll still want to have like a list of clients you've clients of customers you've served in the past or serving right now and might serve in the future. So once you have those two things organized and you have your business idea and a little bit of marketing going, you'll be well on your way for plenty of growth and success in the future. Let's touch on that idea of an LLC real quick. Essentially, you have several different options when it comes to creating a separate legal entity for your business. Probably the most common one is an LLC, which stands for Limited Liability Corporation. But you could also do things like an S-Corp, a general partnership, a bunch of different things. And really, you're just going to have to dive in either to this post to to learn more about those or just do some additional research. But what you want to do with your business is separate it from yourself. When you hear the name Limited Liability Corporation, it's basically saying that business entity has limited liability, which means you, you can't really get in too much trouble for anything that you're doing. It's separating your personal liability from the business liability, which is something you definitely want to do. And so just go in and research um, some different types of legal entities for your business and pick one that fits your needs. I've done LLCs before and they're pretty easy to set up. So is Terry. You just really got to search on Google. You know, if you live in Colorado, you could say Colorado LLC and it'll pop up with the forms you need to fill out to get that filed. So not much to do there really just besides some additional research. And like Terry was saying, you also need to, you know, be really diligent about keeping track of your business expenses. And one of those things is preparing business taxes. You don't want to get stuck in the situation where you've made, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollars of sales and all of a sudden you have to owe the government you know, a couple hundred bucks in taxes, that could be a dangerous situation for a teenager who may not have a ton of money to be able to cover that. Because when you have business income, nobody's withholding taxes from your paycheck like a normal job would. And so you have to be prepared for that. And you have to know when those taxes are due. You could set it up in a bunch of different ways. You could do like, I think, monthly, quarterly, and annual tax payments. So you just have to go in and research that as well. And when you're setting up your LLC, that's when you'll actually decide when you want to pay your taxes. But just keep track of that and be mindful of what you're doing there so you don't end up in a bad situation. And lastly, I just wanted to touch on a couple sections of this post is pretty big, so we won't be able to cover it all in this podcast. But I just wanted to note that we also have a marketing section a uh, finance section. There's a couple more details on previous sections we've already mentioned here, like business ideas and the LLC section and business taxes. But we also have a bunch of resources listed at the bottom, including some financial resources like Wave, which is accounting, like free accounting software, a Capital One teen checking, uh, which is like a free checking account for teens, PaySimple, which is like credit card billing, And we have other resources linked as well, like communication scheduling uh, resources, which you'll probably find a bunch of useful ones there. Other tools and resources like a password manager and a privacy policy generator. There's just a whole bunch of links that would probably be super helpful to kickstarting your 
business process as you're planning and growing your business. So feel free to check out all the other pieces of content we have listed under the post. And we'll link to this post, by the way, in, in the podcast description. But we also have a bunch of resources linked to at the bottom. So with that, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've walking away inspired to consider what it would be like to become an entrepreneur yourself to start your own business. And I hope if you were already thinking about this, you've left with some nuggets of useful information, a good spot to kickstart your business. So good luck and have fun. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it. 